This is Where I'm At, a podcast on health, wellness, and yoga. I'm Lauren D'Angelo. I'm a yoga teacher, writer, and a marketer, and I will be doing the interviewing of my teachers on this podcast. The important people in my life who have taught me and helped me and shaped my life into what it is today. If you listen to this podcast, you can expect to hear talks on health, wellness, yoga, and lifestyle. This is a fun, lighthearted podcast where my hope is you learn something new that you can take away and implement in your life. Plus, you get the added bonus of getting to know local yoga teachers and those in the health and wellness field in the Boston area and beyond. I am here today with one of my really good friends, April Pascarelli. Hi, April. How are you? Hi, Lauren. I'm good. How are you? <laughs> good. I'm glad we've had a chance to catch up. Me too. Um, yeah, I, I, it was interesting. Right before we pressed record, we were realizing that a, almost a year ago we were together. I was, I met you in what the Foxborough Common, right? For yep, lunch. Yep. We had lunch. We had a little picnic, the, the kids, the dog. Yeah. <laughs> and right then, before like, the world shut down. Yes. It was <laughs> right before, right? And then yes. that was it. Thank goodness. Thank yeah. goodness. I know we got that fresh air. We had a chance to see each other. And then it was like, See you next year. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, so I, I think we're due again. I think we'll be we due. are due for a catch up. We're due. We'll do. We're due for a catch up. But I'm glad we had a chance to do this. Yeah. Um, you know, one of the reasons why I had reached out to you was because I know that during COVID, um, there was a lot of shifts in your life with regards to your health. And I know that when we when we met a year ago you were talking a lot about um, some of the same stuff that I that I was actually doing as well at the same time, which is no surprise that like there's been this crazy fun congruence in our, our life where, you know, I was doing freelance copywriting, you were doing freelance copywriting, we're both yoga teachers, obviously um, health and wellness, mindfulness, all of that stuff had just kind of come together. Mm-hmm. And so I wanted to have you on to talk a little bit about just what has been going on in your world and, and what's to come? Cause I know that there's a lot happening. There is a lot happening. Yes. Um, all good. Um, so yeah. So when I saw you a year ago, I was in really at that point, I had been in the midst of a, a flare. So um, I have inflammatory bowel disease for those who um, are going to hear this, um, which I've dealt with for gosh, now um, it's going to be 16 years. Wow. So I was diagnosed in 2005 um, and, you know, initially was diagnosed with ulcerative colitis and kind of went from there. So over the years, you know, in the beginning, it was very different back then, you know, hearing my diagnosis back then, I think was probably different than what somebody would hear today. Uh Um, There's been a lot of advances since then. Um, You know, it was very gloomy back then. Um, they, They didn't make it sound, you know pretty or promising. And, you know, it is something that you are, you know, potentially affected with for life. Uh Um, You know, I've heard some miracle stories of people who have kind of, I think, gone into remission and then stayed there. So that's, it's sort of been something that I've been working towards. Um, But when I saw you, I was, I think probably I seemed okay, but you know, it's an invisible illness. So it's one of those that um, a lot of times you could kind of fake it through a flare and people really have no idea what you're going through. So, um, yeah. So anyway, since then I've tried, um, at that point, I think I was about a year into a flare, which is not common, just FYI, (laughs) like that's not normal. So somebody with ulcerative colitis or Crohn's disease might have a flare and it's going to last a few weeks or, you know, maybe a few months. 
But I mean, I was over a year into it um, after both of my kids. I actually, I think it was something hormonally yeah. uh, that changed within my body, but I had very severe flares. So um, at this point, a year ago, I was still on this, you know, really like trying to, I'm not going to go back to the conventional meds. You know, I'd been working with the naturopath and um, in things we were doing, it was, it was working. Yeah. But it wasn't, there was a, there was just really a disconnect within my body. What happens in time? And, you know, I've had this for so long. So the disease starts to manifest mm -hmm. in different ways within your body. So my GI symptoms were actually getting better while working with the naturopath, but my joint pain became so severe. That was more debilitating than the GI symptoms, which, um, you know, so for a lot of people who don't, aren't familiar with this, they're like, what? Yeah. Um, you know, so, I mean, I actually had to go and get tested this time last year. Um, to be checked for, you know, was there anything else going on? You know, do I have RA or because a lot of times, you know, autoimmune disease can overlap. Um, good news is it's just inflammatory bowel disease. So that's reassuring because we know kind of what to, what to pinpoint. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, I had to eventually, you know, I celebrated my birthday last year and I was was my 40th. So it was a big, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm not going to start this year yeah. feeling like this. You know, I, the year prior I had woken up, you know, to a birthday feeling not so great. Um, so that was really my mission, my naturopath. That was also his mission, but you know, we just couldn't get there. Yeah. So it's, you know, it's all good. I am, um, I ended up having to go the conventional route. Um, so I am, I, you know, I go for infusions, um, which, you know, my goal in time would be to get off of those. Uh, um, most people who know me know that I'm so anti-meds. Yeah. Um, I want to do everything the holistic way, which is why I was in that flare, honestly, for so long. Um, I really was trying everything and anything to not have to go that route. But it also got to a point where I needed my life back. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, we, we started those in May, um, thinking things would start to turn around. And... <laughs> you know, crazy as last year was for everybody. Um, I ended, ended up still in the hospital in June for a week. Um, you know, it was a combination of things. Um, it, potentially now I, I most likely have Crohn's disease, but I had um, a perforation and um, my body had contained it though. So my body was working very hard to fight it. Yeah. Um, so I ended up with this perforation, um, ended up in the hospital for a week. My husband likes to think that that was like a vacation for me. Um, he jokes about it, you know, because I was away and you really couldn't have, you know, he came to visit me once. Um, but, you know, he had to be with the kids and ah. nobody was coming, you know, it, it was during COVID. That's during I mean, that time, yeah. At the peak of, of things. Yes. So, um, yeah. and, you know, honestly, it, it was, you know, I got through it and um, it's funny because you'll appreciate this. Actually, I was in the hospital, you know, and when I first get there, you know, for anyone who knows inflammatory bowel disease, too, it's, it's not a pretty disease. It's just, you know, you don't always want to talk about it with people. People want to ask questions. And I'm like, I, do you really want to know? <laughs> so when I first get there to the hospital, you know, I, I first off, I had gone to Foxborough. I went to urgent care because I was like, I'm not stepping foot near the hospital, you know, with COVID yeah. and um I went to urgent care and, you know, they did a CAT scan and they were like, um, yeah, you need to go to Boston. Wow. So they wanted me to go in an ambulance and here I am. I'm like, well, can't I just drive myself? You know, because I drove here myself. I, I walked up three flights of stairs because I didn't even want to touch elevator buttons at that point, you know, yes. and they're like, <laughs> so they're like, you know, they're like, um, well, we can't really have you drive yourself, you know, because at that point they actually thought that I had, um, I might've had appendicitis or they weren't entirely sure. So it wasn't until I got to, you know, 
I needed to go to the main branch in Boston. Um, and when I got there, you know, it was good because they were able to be conservative with everything. So they really just were able to treat me with antibiotics. I thought I was headed there for emergency surgery Oof. and luckily, you know, did not have to have surgery, but it was, you know, it was just kind of frustrating because I was there for a week yeah. feeling like for the first half of it, you know, I'm not getting answers. What are we doing? Why I'm not allowed to eat. I wasn't allowed to eat anything. You know, I'm on this liquid diet. They have me, they're treating me with antibiotics. I don't really know anything. Yeah. Um, but, you know, so the, what was funny a couple of days into it is I didn't have a roommate at first because, you know, they're, they're obviously testing everybody who goes in, especially at that point, you know, for COVID. Yeah. Um, so they have to make sure your COVID test clears. And, you know, so I'm like, okay, I have a room to myself, which is good. And then a couple of days go by and I have, they're switching me to another room. And, you know, I was kind of like, really, yeah. you know, and I'm like, I don't know if somebody else wants to be in a room with me. I have inflammatory bowel disease, you know, and yeah. but they said, don't worry. You know, I, I ended up getting roomed with this woman who, um, she was in her seventies. Amazing, amazing woman. It's, it's one of those things where, you know, you're just meant to cross paths. Yes. yes. So she is originally from, um, she was from Norway and she was there having back surgery. Um, but she was just like this spunky, wow. super positive. Yeah. And you know, it's funny. We didn't really talk at first. We had a curtain between us, you know, again, it's COVID. It's just things yeah. are weird. And then she had heard me. I think I was like, FaceTiming with my husband and the kids. And I think after a call, she kind of said, you know, they sound like the sweetest. <sighs> and from that point on, we talked the rest of the week. I mean, cause we were there together probably for five days, I think, um, total together. Yeah. But we had conversations that it was like, wow, you were put into my life for a reason. And so, yeah, I mean, Oh, I love it when stuff like that. Happens. I, you know, I was in the hospital, but honestly, I couldn't complain. It was, uh, so that's why I did joke with my husband. I'm like, yeah, I was away from the kids. It was quiet <laughs> aside from like all the beeping and the noises in the hospital. But, um, you know, you get poked and prodded, but otherwise I didn't turn the TV on because there was a lot going on at that time. This was June of last year. And I was like, I just need to mentally, because that's that a lot of that sometimes goes into this disease, you know, so it's, Stress. I could feel it in my gut, you know, if, if the news was on and it's, it's, it's crazy. I mean, I would be watching something. I could start to, I'm a total empath too. So everything that happens, I mean, I feel it, you know, and yeah, it's, totally. it's great, but sometimes it's such a curse, you know, because it's a blessing and a curse. Exactly. Percent. Yep. So, um, so yeah, so it was just nice to kind of completely disconnect, you know, not completely. I mean, I had some calls and FaceTime and that, but, um, it was just really, it was good. I, I came out of the hospital. I was put on a very strict liquid diet wow. uh, for three weeks. And whoa, April. Wow. Yeah. So, um, so you've heard of like, you know, those drinks like Ensure and Boost. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, so I'm a super huge advocate for clean eating. <laughs> so I'm in the hospital. They have me on this, you know, uh, not really, it wasn't like healthy food at all, but you know, this liquid diet to help heal things. <laughs> And like, how am I healing with Jello? You know, frozen sorbet. Yeah. Um. You know, it was so when I came out, and you know, they were giving me like those boosts. Yeah. Or um. Insure. Yeah, yeah. Yes, but I wasn't even get. It wasn't even like the milky, like the shake ones. It was I was getting like the clear liquids. Uh, so I felt like I had nothing of substance in my body, and all sugar. Yeah. So when we so I, when I got discharged. Um, it was actually pretty cool. So I will say this for all of my years of having this and I have changed up my diet drastically over the years. I have experimented with so 
many different types of diet, you know, to figure out what works, what doesn't work. Yeah. Some things I've, you know, obviously I still have flared, um, but I've learned a lot over the years by doing this. And I've also talked to my doctors about this. And, you know, in the past, GI doctors wanted to say diet has nothing to do with it, which to me has always felt, yeah, how felt? can you say that? We're, yeah. we're talking about some, you know, and, and I mean, your gut is such a big part of your immune system. Yep. So to say that food has nothing to do with being sick, especially yeah. being sick with a digestive disease, yeah. you know, was, was sort of like mind blowing to me over the years. So for the first time, I will say, so I, I've switched GI doctors over the years and I'm working with someone now who, you know, I love her. Um, obviously she's, you know, got the conventional route down, um, but she is very open, yeah. you know, to doing things a holistic way. If it works, you know, she, she's very much for it. Um, so when I was um, discharged from the hospital, you know, I actually got connected with one of the nutritionists at the Brigham. Also a very different experience because years ago, you know, I remember a dietitian coming to talk to me and I mean, them some of the foods they told me to eat like back in 05 and 06 was, you know, eat white bread, white pasta, um, you know, and I remember being like, what? Yeah. Even back then I knew, I'm like, yeah. how can that be? So, you know, now completely different. 15, 16 years later, I'm being told, you know, they, they actually put me on something. It's called the IBDAID diet. Okay. Uh, so inflammatory bowel disease, autoimmune diet. Um, so for anyone listening who wants to look that up, it's, it looks very restrictive. You know, it's, it's like a lot of those out there. You look at it and you're like, oh my gosh, what can I eat? And for somebody like me who over the years has, I really don't eat meat. Um, I, I have at certain points when I felt like I really was, you know, wasn't getting enough of, of other things. Yeah. Um, but I don't, I honestly personally don't enjoy eating meat anymore. Yeah. There was a time I used to be, you know, I used to be a meat eater. I loved it. Um, I first gave it up for health reasons. And then over time, it just became, you know, I also started to feel this compassion towards the animals and, yeah. um, so, so going back to it now is hard for me. Um, so when I looked at the, this diet initially, I'm like, how, how am I going to do this? You know, it has meat, it has, what am I going to eat? Because, you know, when you're in a flare, you can't have, you know, raw fruits or vegetables. So for the person who's, who tries to eat healthy and you think, I'll just eat a salad. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's, you just can't do that when you have inflammatory bowel disease. So salads for me now become almost like a treat. You know, it's like, I'll have a salad. Yeah, I'll have a salad and, you know, not when I'm flaring, but you know, like I had one maybe a few weeks ago, I probably won't have another one for, I, I don't know, because it's just, it's too much on the body. So, you know, I eat fruits and vegetables, um, but my vegetables have to be cooked. And, you know, I just, you kind of find this routine for what, again, for what works for you, but the IBD AID diet, um, I sort of slowly started to infuse. So I was on this liquid diet, not the boost and in, in ensure. So that's what they were giving me in the hospital. Yeah. This my new nutritionist um worked with me to get it's a brand called cape farms they're actually based in waltham and oh wow yeah so a lot of people use them for like tube feeding and things like that where they can't yeah. um you know absorb nutrients but they're really i know they're trying to really get into the hospitals um so they were great they actually sent me a ton of you know like i was getting cases for free um which was awesome because it's a lot you know, it's a lot of money to spend when you're just drinking those, you know, I would have five to six of those per day. That was it. Um, and then with time, we started to introduce foods. So How long did you do that for with Kate Farms? Um, so I came, I was mid June, I got discharged from the hospital. Um, I was still into July, you know, so I remember thinking I was so excited, you know, I'm like, my sister has a Cape house, my in-laws live down on the Cape. So I'm like, 
at least with COVID, you know, I have my little circle, I can go to the Cape. Yeah. Um, you know, and then I'm like, well, gosh, it's going to be the 4th of July. People are going to be eating all this stuff and this is going to be so hard. But, you know, it's funny because once you get to a certain point when you've been so sick, yeah. you, you don't care. You know, like I, I will do whatever I need to do to get back to feeling good. And I was so I had been knocked down so low at that point that I was like, you know, because people say, how do you do that? Oh, my gosh, you're going to be around. You know, people are cooking out and I don't care. You know what? All I want to do is be around my family and my friends. And I just want to enjoy the time. Yeah, I can drink a shake, you know, because I also know that it's just temporary. It's just it's just a phase getting me to that next step. So if I do this and so I I did a lot of envisioning last year. And I know you and I briefly talked about this, but for me, you know, maybe it was coincidence, you know, maybe it was timing with everything, but I will say that my, I'm a pretty positive person. Yeah, you are. You are. I know, but I've never heard a negative. (laughs) You you really are. Yeah. (laughs) But you know, I'm human. And so of course, you know, we can get into those, you know, you, you get pulled into, you know, sometimes this, but throughout the time with my disease, you know, it's, every time I've ever had a flare, it's always felt very humbling. You know, it pulls you back to this place of really being so appreciative of what we have. And, you know, and it's unfortunate that sometimes we have to go there. You know, you have to experience something to really be reminded of what is so important in our life. But, um, you know, so for me last year, I really started to kind of shift. Even though I felt like I was already positive, you know, I could sense with myself, you know, it's when, you, when you're dealing with illness for that long, it's you do get to a point where you're like, okay, you know, I'm sick of this. Enough is enough, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And you start to like all these thoughts. But I was like, no, I'm changing that. So last year, you know, prior to, you know, me making this kind of comeback, you know, I would be anything I was doing, I would start to envision, you know, like I'd be in the shower and I'm like, all I would envision you know, myself running, because these were things that, you know, when you have an invisible illness or any sort of illness, really, you know, you start to grieve this life that you used to live. And for me, it was running as a passion of mine. I couldn't run. Um, I have two little ones who, you know, they need their mama, you know, I I couldn't be there for them. Um, Not in the way that I wanted to be. So, you know, I had a lot of guilt around, I felt like a terrible mom. I wasn't, you know, I, I was doing what I needed to do to to basically survive at that point um, with them and, and just make things, you know, kind of still tick. Sometimes I look back and wonder how the heck we did it, you know, but, you know, so I would envision these things, you know, I'd envision myself, you know, with the girls, I'd envision myself running, doing yoga, teaching yoga, doing all of these things that I love being outdoors, you know, going to the places that I love traveling, you know, because all of these things I, I, I literally could not do. Yeah. I couldn't even take my kids to a playground. You know, there was a point where, and this was pre-COVID, I, I couldn't go to the playground because I was afraid of being too far from a bathroom. Oh. And then it became, you know, on top of that, joint pain, you know, that was just, so it was just all of these things. So when I started to envision my life, you know, and I was like, no, I'm really going to go with this, you know, manifesting and, you know, because I totally believe in manifesting the law of attraction. It's, you know, I mean, to me, it makes 100% sense, yeah. you know? So when I started to really believe, you know, it's almost like I was living my life very hard to do because when you're, I was trying to live my life as if I was already feeling well yep. and I was not feeling well. I was very far from it, yeah. but I was living it as if, you know, not fully cause I couldn't do those things, but you know, I was, it's, it's, it's like, you have to really just feel it. And I was, I don't know, I, to me, I credit so much of all of this last year to that. 
yeah. you know, because it had to take, you know, I had to be like, okay, let's just put this stuff aside. You know, I know last year was crazy. This whole year has been crazy for so many people. Um, and in so many ways, and it's affected everybody differently. Um, and I, and I almost feel guilty saying that in some ways it was maybe a blessing for me to, to be able to step back. Yeah. You know, I know you're like me. We're very similar in the sense I, I can pile so much on my plate. I mean, and, and as women, I think we do that. Yeah. You know, so it's constantly, and you know, society has us wanting to do that. So for me to be able to take that time to yeah. step back, to not have yeah. any obligations and to feel like, you know what, we can just be. Yeah. People aren't coming over. We're not going to them. We, we have nothing lined up. There's nothing on the social calendar. Yeah. Um, I can take time to rest, to figure things out. It, it was just, yeah. So by, by July, I mean, probably the end of July, I was still not fully out of it, but I was feeling so much better. Um, by August, I was, I actually went for my first run and oh, I was like, awesome. oh my gosh. You know, I remember I was down on the Cape. I was running by the water. I had, I actually was with my girls. I was pushing them in the jogger, which, oh, you know, it was like, and, and, you know, it's feel like this too. Um, I had them get out at one point. They like to do yoga with me. <laughs> and um, so I had them get out at one point. We stopped for a little break so they could stretch their legs because they want to run with me, but you know, that, that yeah. can't always happen. Yeah. They're too little for that still. Um, so I had them get out and we, we actually stopped over by the water and they were doing, you know, their little yoga poses going, hello, sun, <laughs> hello, earth. It was, yeah. That's amazing. That is so yes. great. I love hearing that. So, wow. yes. Yeah, so, um, so by the end of, you know, the second half, my first half of last year, you know, wasn't, wasn't great, but you know, we learn from these things and, and again, it, it was very humbling. Um, but the second half of last year, I feel very grateful. Um, I actually have had so much gratitude because when I, you know, you know what, what people have gone through in this last year and to know that, you know, I've been so fortunate enough for my health to turn around and not only my health, but then I, you know, I've started working more, um, you know, in a time where people are losing their jobs and, you know, here I am finding more work. So it's, um, it's really been yeah. I feel super blessed. I, I get almost emotional, you know, talking yeah. about it. So I think that the number one thing that I've, I've really seen and heard and gone through myself is those, this idea of like the highs and lows and kind of riding the waves of your life. It's like when those lows are happening, when you're able to manifest and visualize and stay focused on getting through to what it is that you want to create and what it is that you want it to look like when you get through and you arrive in that place the amount of gratitude that you feel is almost um indescribable you know i i think yeah. I, I know there are still times in my life where i still have days very similar to what you're saying where you know having gone through so many ebbs and flows in my life and so many ups and downs in the last few years that now when I look back and I actually take a moment every day to recognize all the things that I actually have in my life, I do my best and I'm human too, but in, in every moment I do my best never to take it for granted, right? It's always 100%. like this being, this could this could not potentially be here. So if I wanted to change anything or make it look a little different, I don't want to wait for that. Right. And I do think that 
COVID has been through last year was a time for me as well to also like hit that pause button and take a look around and be like, okay, what is it that you want to do and go after those things. Right. And there, there are certainly things that I have absolutely changed in my life, right? Like going back to school and, and getting another puppy just for the hell of it. And like, those things, just like, I don't, I don't want to, if the answer is yes, I don't want to say yes, but, but, but right, right. like, it's like, yes, then, then right exactly. now. Right? Yes. So, um, you know, I do think that there's a lot to be said for when you're going through it, having that, that clarity of knowing that it's temporary, right? Like I heard you say, like, you knew this is temporary. This isn't going to be this way forever. So what is it that I want to create while I'm in this like downswing, if you will. So that way, when I come up, I like kind of come up swinging and I'm like ready to go. Um, and so I, I do think that there is a lot of that happening. Um, currently I see it, I see it a lot. I, I'm, I'm hearing it a lot. And I, I think it's amazing that, um, you know, you've gone through everything that you've gone through and that you're feel, I'm so glad you're feeling better. And I, you know, I, I, I really, um, I admire your ability to actually share in, in the way that you're sharing, right. Because I, I, I know you pretty well. And I, I don't even, I think some of this I'm even hearing for the first time, right. Like, so last year when we were together at this time, I, I didn't actually know everything that I know now right. that you went through. And so there's obviously, um, a quiet strength that comes along with that. But I also think that for other individuals who could potentially benefit from it, um, I think that there's a lot to be said for that too. So I, I'm yeah. so grateful that you shared. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. you know, it's, um, it's funny because I remember the first few times, I don't post too often about it on social media, but I post, you know, I, I put it in there. Seeing a few, yeah. I yeah I'll sprinkle it in there. Yeah. And like we kind of said, I you know, we briefly talked about this. I, I don't want to always talk about it, you know, on social media, because then I do think you kind of get pulled back into it. You get sucked into it. And I want to envision my life being the healthiest. I want to live to, you know, I, I want to be always at the best, you know, living to my fullest potential. And I feel like if you get sucked back into that, I don't know, maybe you get pulled back into that cycle of going into another flare. And, you know, I just want to envision health. I mean, really, um, but I like to talk about it on there sometimes because right. Like you said, I mean, there are things people don't know, you know, I mean, I, I, there have been many times where I was feeling very, very terrible (laughs) and, um, you know, I can put a smile on and, and people have no idea. Um, you know, and I, and I never post about it because I want sympathy or anything. I just want people to be aware because it's, you know, I'm always one of those people to treat others kindly because we don't know what's going on in their life, you know? So we all have our, our things. And, um, you know, so I just think if, if people know, if they have a little bit more awareness around that, a little more education about invisible illness, things like that, um, you know. You never really you know. know what people are going through. Right. Really, right. I feel like you never really, you know, unless, unless the individual is truly willing to like share, which takes a lot of vulnerability. And that's, mm-hmm. you know, like I said, I, I, I often don't share until like I'm, th- I'm through it, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. So you just never really, you're never aware, yeah. but tell yeah, us, it, I know you're up to some really good stuff. Like <laughs> now I know that you are. So tell us like all the things, right? Like, so as you're on this like crazy upswing, what, what is it that you've been up to? Cause I know there's a lot of cool stuff happening. 
Yeah, sometimes I'm trying to figure out how I'm, you know, it's like all these balls juggling up in the air um, because, you know, you throw in the kids with everything. Um, so, you know, obviously I, I've known you since the Lulu days. Yeah. Um, I kind of had this, you know, these, I had lots of goals and visions as, as we all do, you know. So years ago when I got out of the corporate world um, and I went to Lulu, um, so I, I went to Lululemon. I, um, you know, got my yoga, you know, I went, got, went off and got certified for teaching yoga, certified for health coaching. Um, you know, I had all of these dreams and visions for that. And, and things have shifted, of course, over the years. Um, one thing that I've been passionate about my entire life has been writing. Yeah. So it's funny because I was, I remember, I, I remember this so vividly. I was in the sixth grade, yeah. sixth grade language arts class. And that's really when I first was like, wow, I really like this. And wow, I'm actually good at this. You know, <laughs> so um, my teacher at the time had encouraged me to submit a poem. Um, and my poem got published. So it was you know, the first time I was ever published. I was, you know, what? how old are you in sixth grade? 11, 12? Yeah, something like um, that. So, you know, ever idea. since then, I, I really, I've been, I've been saying this since then. So I remember in the eighth grade then, you know, we had to write this whole like portfolio of like this vision that we wanted for our life. And, you know, I wrote that I was going to be a writer. When I was in high school, you know, we did this thing where we like, we had our diploma got put in like this folder and, you know, you had like almost like a mock resume in there and like all of these things. And again, I, I found this recently. So we were cleaning out our garage and I found it and I showed it to my husband and I'm like, you know, cause he thinks I always just have these like crazy ideas. Like I've come up with a new idea. And I'm like, he knows that I've always, you know, been a writer though. Right, but yeah. when I said that, you know, this is really what I want to do. You know, I think he's like, okay. Um, so she's going to add something else to her. But I'm like, so I showed him this and I'm like, you know, yeah. I've been saying this since I was a kid. Yeah. And when I wrote this, you know, when I went, so I, I initially went off to college to um, Ohio University and I went there for their visual communication school. So art wow. and English were, you know, those were my things. Yeah. Um, and they still very much are, even though, you know, maybe the art I don't always do as much. But um, so, yeah, so I'm pretty pumped now to be doing something that, I mean, I love it. I, it's, I, when I say, I used to go and sit, you know, when I was younger, I would go sit in the park and write poems. You know, I would go and, you know, I would journal all of the time. I would write stories. You know, I mean, I just, it's just something I've always been passionate about. So um, in 2019, yeah, it was pre-COVID. Yeah. That, that's when I officially said, okay, you know what? I'm doing this. I'm really going to do this, you know, because it's, you know, we know why we don't do certain things in life, right? We're scared. Yeah. You know, yeah. I, how can I put myself out there? I haven't done this. You know, I've never done it professionally. Um, but, you know, I had been doing it professionally. That's the thing. So even though I didn't have the title, you know, when I was at Lululemon for all of those years, I'm so grateful for my time there because they really teach you a lot of different aspects about business. You know, each, each Lululemon is sort of like its own entity. Yeah. Um, and they have you get involved in different pieces of it. And they're really big, as you know, on, on goals. Yeah. Um, so I did, you know, I, I wrote there, um, I was doing their product emails um, from the time I started there back in 2013. You know, I was doing those, which, you know, at the time I wasn't thinking, oh, this could help me career wise. Yeah. Um, and then I went from doing their product emails to 
um, you know, doing social media when I was at the Dedham store. And then when I went to help open the Rentham store, I mean, I managed their social media. Um, and then before I passed it on when I, when I took maternity leave there, but it was for me, that was actually huge. And I just didn't realize it at the time, but it was a great stepping stone for me, you know, to kind of be like, oh yeah, mm -hmm. this is something I can do. I, yeah. Um, so, you know, from there I said, you know what, I'm going to do this. I created my portfolio and, um, you know, got some samples out there. Um, I had an old blog before, you know, I'm kind of republishing, starting from scratch and doing a new one. Um, so I, um, I just kind of put it out there. I reached out to some people, you know, on LinkedIn. I reached out to people I know in town, small local business. And um, it's kind of how it started. Um, I initially was freelancing and then, you know, it's, it was kind of crazy timing. I think when I first reached out, I thought I was in this phase of, again, I was in a, in the midst of a flare, yeah. but I thought, yo, I'm starting to feel better. Yeah. It's, and then it, it kind of, you know, uh, yeah. and then COVID hit and everything, you know, right. whatever. But so what happened was at the end of summertime last year, you know, um, one of the companies that I was freelancing for came to me and said, Hey, um, you know. Do you want to come work with us? Um, so I, I work with them part time, which is which is pretty cool. I, I love working for them. You know, it's a local juice bar here in town. Yeah, yeah. Um, do some Maine. I can I can say that. <laughs> Give them some props because I love working for them. I mean, my niche is health and wellness. You know, so anything that has to do with health wellness, um, it's, it's right up my alley. It's something I've lived and experienced. It's something I've studied. Um, so I'm very passionate about it. So. Yeah, so I've been working with them um, and still doing some other freelancing on the side, you know, writing blogs, um, doing um, my own blog. So um, I'll be, you know, at, I think I gave you that that link, but that is yeah. going to be um, right now. It's not set to the public. So I'm putting that out there. <laughs> and um, yeah, so that'll actually be out there in the next couple of weeks. But and then you're starting a YouTube channel. I am starting a YouTube channel. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Um, yeah, just, you know, um, I, so my hope with that initially was to do that last year. You know, I actually had that vision right after the world shut down. So my daughter goes to um, Miss Cindy's here in, in Mansfield to, for dance. And she had come to me asking if I would, you know, submit a couple of videos because at that time for the kids, for the families, you know, if I could submit, so I actually submitted, you know, I gave her a yoga video, yeah. which Francesca did with me. I'll have to send to you because it's actually hilarious. <laughs> um, you know, I didn't realize at the time because she was like kind of sitting behind me, but I, I watched it back and then I'm like, she's, you know, got her hands all over her face, her hands are in her mouth. And I mean, obviously we're at my house and, but it was just kind of funny because it was when COVID had first started and I'm like, oh my gosh, here's my kid. Like, I don't even know because I had my eyes closed. And, um, but it's, so it's just funny. I still sent it anyways, cause I thought people would get a kick out of it. Yeah. Um, so I did that and then, you know, we did some meditations. Um, and from that, you know, I had thought of it for a while because meditations were sort of always my thing. Yeah. Um, I used to do them at Lululemon. I loved to do them, you know, in my yoga classes. Um, and I actually do meditations for my kids. You know, I'll do that before, you know, like uh -oh. or sometimes before bed. Yeah. Um, so I thought, you know, what a great thing to be able to put out there. I know there's plenty of that out there, but you know, I want to be able to offer that. Um, so that was the goal last year was to do it then, but with my health, um, things just kind of got 
side sideline. Um, so yeah, so that is happening though. Now people still need it. Yeah. You know, there is, there's a need for it. You know, there's a need for mindfulness and, um, you know, just that ability to be able to connect, slow down and, you know, it's just sometimes easier to have somebody else guide you. You know, yes. I, I feel like for a lot of people, they just don't know where to start. That's right. Um, so yeah, so my YouTube channel will be, um, you know, to start, it's going to be mostly meditation. You know, I might, I'll probably throw some yoga in there too, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, and we'll see what happens, you know, if it grows, how it grows. Um, I have some other ideas possibly for down the road. So, um, but that's where we're starting. I love it. So, so yeah. April, if anybody who's listening to this wants help with, you know, cause one of the things we were talking about is content since COVID has, um, you know, really become something that everybody is in need of. So if they wanted to reach out to you and needed help with content, what's the best way for them to get a hold of you? They can reach me via email. Um, so email April Pascarelli at gmail.com. Um, they can reach me also on social media. Um, so my, my handle is healthy and mindful mama. Um, so that they want to, yeah, they want to send me a DM there. I mean, either, either way works, but yeah, I mean, I, um, blogs, articles, newsletters, um, emails, um, social, social media. media. Yeah. Your social media content's good. I mean, juice on Maine is one of my very favorite places to go. Um, I think the others are pretty cool too. And I just, I love the juice. They make celery the juice. Yeah. They make celery yeah. juice for me a lot. I'll be like, <laughs> sorry, can you make me? And she'll be like, sure. Um, so anyway, it, you know, your, your content there has been wonderful. I've, I really enjoyed Thank watching you. it. And I know that they have a lot of um, good stuff coming up too. So I know that you're going to yeah, do I'm, that. I feel super fortunate to work with them. They are honestly, um, I don't know. They're two of the most amazing people I've ever met. Um, so I really am, am grateful for them, honestly. Good. Well, I'm so yeah. glad. I just like love catching up with you and seeing your shiny, smiley, happy face. And one other thing I wanted to make you sure that I gave a shout out. So I always like to talk about um, what the premise for this podcast is. I like to interview people who have um, inspired and taught and changed me in my trajectory for the path that I am on. <laughs> and um, it's my teachers, right? And so the, the concept and the idea is taking my teachers and really kind of helping them have a voice um, because they've been so inspirational to me. And so I remember, I remember the first time I met you ever. Like I just, it was one of those things where I was like, this person is so cool and i vibe with her and i just we like hit it off and you know i think that, right yeah it was yeah and i think one of the things that i've always remembered about you is you you said it but like you're you are always non-judgmental extremely positive and you want what's best for the people around you like you have this way of being very encouraging and inspiring your good listener um and I oh, just, I've always been really, ad, it's so admirable to hear you always be like, so what are you up to? Like, what are you doing? Let's get together. Let's connect. Let's talk. How can we work together? And so I just, I love that we're both in this writing world right now where we're creating content for others that are, you know, trying to, to do good. And I love that we're doing it together and that we can support each other. Um, and just, it's so cool to hear you talk about, you know, that that woman that you met in the hospital and knowing that <laughs> there's a purpose for people that you meet and you just kind of have to believe it and trust it. And yeah. I, 
I, I know that that's the case for, for us. So, um, thank you for yeah, you know, the teachers. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for being one of mine. I mean, I love too, that, you know, the, the way that we can connect and, you know, I don't know, I think, is it, is it a maturity thing? Is it, I don't know what, but you know, we, we, we do both have these so many similarities, you know, and the things that we're passionate about. And, you know, I think if, if if we were younger or something like, would we be competitive with each other? Would we be judging each other? But I, that's what I mean. You know, I love that it's, we, we encourage each other. And I mean, I think you're very much like that. I'm very much like that. You know, I do think in today's world, we just need more of that, you know? And, and you know what I love It's So when I heard, so actually you probably don't know this, or maybe I did tell you this before, but when you had first told me about, you know, your journey, I mean, I look up to you a lot. So, I mean, I have been super inspired by you. Yeah. And I know we've talked about this because, you know, I think probably even last year when we spoke, you know, when we hung out in the park, um, you know, I had said, I, I felt sometimes I get sucked back into the mom world because it's, you know, I, I have all these things that I want to do, but then it's, you know, I've got little ones that I'm, and so seeing you, you know, it's like, no, you know, I'm going to do this. I have these goals. I have more of an identity than just being a mother. I love being a mother, but there is so much more to me. Yeah. And, um, you know, so to hear the things that you you've been up to yeah. honestly has been so inspiring to me. And that's what I love about, you know, like powerful women, you know, because it's, there was a time where people, you know, where women used to be kind of sort of catty and judgy yes. and, and, you know, and there are still women like that, but I love the community that, you know, you and I are sort of in the same community where no people encourage you. Ah. You have a dream, you have a goal, go after it. And, you know, it's funny because I have other friends who, you know, also have in this last year done some things where I was like, wow, I didn't even know that they were working on that, you know, but, and, you know, you might get that initial sort of like, oh shoot, like they did that. And I don't have my thing out there yet, yeah. but I'm not jealous. You know, you don't get jealous. It's, I have that moment of like, that is so cool. Absolutely. Like, I am so happy for them. And you know what, damn it. Now I'm, I'm just going to work harder because yeah, I want to, I want to do that too. It's you know, like truth. I want to all celebrate our successes. And, um, and so you've really helped me in, in a lot of ways with that. Oh, I appreciate it. Do you, did I, I don't know if you know, if I asked you this, I might not have, but do you have a favorite quote? I usually ask people to share their favorite quote. Um, so it's funny because I feel like whenever anybody asks me about a favorite, anything, my husband would say, I'm like the most indecisive person in the world. <laughs> which maybe is true. Um, but you know, I, so it's like, I can't, I can't ever, I can't ever pick a favorite anything because I have like, I have so many, but, um, no, yeah, I do. I have, um, one of the ones, which I think I actually have this on my social media. Um, and it was Nathaniel Hawthorne said this. Um, so this one's kind of, but it's happiness is a butterfly which when pursued is always just beyond your grasp, but which if you will sit down quietly may alight upon you. Oh, I love that. That's so- That one's always been, yeah. I mean, I feel like that's just a reminder of, yeah, we're, we're breezing through, through things too fast, sit down and just take it in for a minute, you know? Um, so I love that one. I, um, I have a bunch of like Audrey Hepburn quotes too that are my favorite, but you know, yeah, she's one of my- is she really? Oh, I didn't know that. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just, I, I felt like there was something, you know, she obviously was an icon in so many ways, but she had some depth to her that I really, that I really liked. Um, but yeah, she's got a few good ones. I won't, I, I won't go through all of my quotes, but, um, 
And then your teachers, who are your teachers? Yeah. So, um, I, my teachers for sure are, so number one, my parents, um, I am super, super blessed to have the life that I had with them. Um, I lost them young. So I was 16 when my mother died, 19 when my father died. And you know, it's, I look back on certain things with them and it's, it's just amazing when you think of how certain things kind of happened and how unknowingly they prepared me for, for what was to come. Um, so 100% them and, you know, and I still always feel their presence and, and I feel, you know, that they guide me in ways. Um, so my parents, um, my kids, 100%, because that's just now it's, you know, on the flip side of things, seeing, you know, this patience that they instill in me and, um, just seeing things through their eyes, you know, that, that life is so simple for them. So it's, um, they've really taught me a lot, even, you know. They're three and four, but they have taught me a lot. <laughs> um, and, and for sure, my experiences, I mean, those, I, those have completely shaped me. Um, you know, so my experiences, I mean, part of it is, you know, losing my parents. Yeah. Um, part of my experiences was having children and, and also being diagnosed with this illness that um, really completely changed my life. You know, because I don't know, had I not been diagnosed with that, would I have still pursued this health and wellness, you know, life? I, I, I don't know. But, you know, so I feel like these things have all shaped really, I mean, yeah. who I am today. So I let, yeah. you're the first person to ever say your teachers or a teacher is your, is, is your experiences. I've never, it's always been like this, a person, which is totally fine and correct, but I love hearing you say that you recognize that like these experiences, these, these as a whole that you have experienced, like have taught you, right. They've, yeah. they've like moved you forward in this way. So, yeah. Well, April, I mean, we I, learn from them, you know, you do, you always do. I I'm yeah. so glad we had a chance to connect today. I love you so much. I'm sure we'll connect soon. Give your girls Thank a big kiss for me. And I will. Going. And, um, yeah. So if anybody, um, you know, wants to check out the link too. Um, I don't know if you post that or not. Adventures but. of a mindful mama. <laughs> that yes. link. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So when you're my web website. Yeah. Yeah. That will probably be. So by the time this is out, I'm willing to bet your website will be launched. So. Oh yes. Nope. I have a buy one for myself. So we are we are good. And you know that thing that website is going to be filled with all good things. So it'll have you know my my blog my. Um, you know, details on me um, teaching, because I will be teaching again um, come spring. Um, so teaching, um, if anybody wants one-on-ones for, you know, goal coaching, health coaching, things like that, and then beauty counter as well. So awesome. um, yeah. All the things. Awesome. Thank All you so much, April. I'll talk to you soon. Thank you for having me. Yeah. I'll talk to you soon. All right. Bye, bye Lauren. Bye. <laughs> this podcast is produced by Jacob Rachinsky. You can check me out on Instagram and on Facebook at Lola Yoga and Wellness. Also, lolayoga.com. If you have time and if you enjoyed this podcast, please go on to Spotify or iTunes and rate this podcast. I hope you'll continue to listen. Thank you so much for being here.